and welcome to Sixth Sense for May 4th, 2020. Reopen responsibly. By now, I think we all have a bit of cabin fever. I know for us, with the exception of necessary shopping and takeout night, our family's only real exposure to the outside world is dog walking time. Cooped up inside, many of us find ourselves falling into one of two camps. One feels lockdowns must continue until it is safe, whatever that may be. Adequate testing, the ability to treat the virus, or defeat of the virus. And anyone taking an outdoor excursion is to be viewed with suspicion. The flip side of the coin are those joining or sympathizing with protests over stay-at-home orders, protests that are sprouting up nationwide. Feeling that the curve has been flattened, and perhaps that the virus wasn't all that in the first place, they want to get back to something resembling normal. Of course, neither side is completely wrong. The virus hasn't been licked, but we cannot stay at home indefinitely. With a vaccine, optimistically, a year away, it's simply not possible. Bills, rent, mortgages, auto loans, and the like all must be paid, both for individuals and for businesses. And as states make their move toward reopening, our frayed nerves are sure to be tested further. Last weekend, I ran a couple of errands, and what I saw gave me some insight on what we can expect as the country reopens. One, I picked up a pair of shoes I ordered via curbside delivery, and this worked flawlessly. I drove up, checked in via a link in my email receipt, gave them a description of my car, and within moments, my shoes were handed to me through the window. With this kind of infrastructure in place, curbside delivery is a convenience we should benefit from even when things do return to normal. Number two, I went to a car wash to clean and vacuum the car I'm giving to the kid. I was disappointed to find the vacuums taped off. I'm guessing this was because it would be impossible to maintain distancing, though I believe it could have been done by limiting the number of vacuums in use. We're all going to need to prepare ourselves for similar inconveniences in the new normal. Number three, I stopped at a grocery store, which was confusing as all get out. Our stores are not well designed for one-way aisles, particularly if you're not familiar with the layout of the store going in. Just think of any big box store you frequent. Even multiple locations of the same store rarely have the same layout. Number four, if you think we, the customers, are confused, so are the employees who are trying to implement new and confusing processes and procedures handed down from store managers and corporate offices. There will need to be a lot of patience all the way around from both customers and employees. And five, and this, the part of my trip that nagged me the most, was the trip to the convenience store. It wasn't that people were behaving badly. In fact, for the most part, I'm impressed with the positive attitudes people have displayed toward each other. But many were just not minding the practices experts have been trying to hammer home these last few weeks. Masks and social distancing were hit or miss. Someone holding a door is a polite gesture, but it makes it impossible to give someone their space. And a lot of people are just confused. We're not aware of their surroundings. 
All of us will face challenges readjusting to public life. The rules are confusing. They work against behaviors we've known since we were young. And maybe some of us are just tired of being told what to do. Stan Lee was fond of saying, with great power comes great responsibility. For us, in the coming weeks, our freedom, that gift which so uniquely defines us as Americans, is our great power. Hopefully, by sacrificing a bit of that freedom these last few weeks, we've given our health professionals an opportunity to better manage this crisis. By being mindful of our own behaviors, we re-emerge, limiting exposure, keeping social distances, covering our cough, wearing masks, we can exercise great responsibility. I know it isn't easy. Masks, for instance, trigger claustrophobia in me. So I choose not to put myself in situations where I need to wear one for more than a few minutes. But if I can't do that, then it's suck it up buttercup, because going in without the mask is not an option. I like to think of that as me not being a selfish jerk. I spend most of my time at home. I've also not been tested. I have no idea if I'm carrying the virus. Do you? Yes, there will be inconveniences in the coming weeks and months, but aren't they small prices to pay to do the right thing by our friends, our neighbors, our families, our frontline responders, and our communities? If you like what you heard, I encourage you to stop by my website, cd6.com. There you can see all sorts of stories that are on my radar. You can subscribe to my daily newsletter. You can be the first to find out when there's a new podcast and all other sorts of fun stuff at cd6.com. Thanks for listening.